the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's the, pardon me. Let me try that again. It is the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live, and it is my privilege and honor to be your host. Thank you. Uh, my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Uh, nothing really new on the secret classified documents found in three different locations from uh, when Joe Biden was vice president. Uh, The only thing new from when you and I were talking yesterday is the uh, connection with Hunter Biden. Uh, There could be a very strong connection between these documents and Hunter Biden and a bizarre report from a couple of news agencies indicating that the home in Delaware, Joe Biden's home, where the uh, documents were stored in a garage next to his Corvette, his locked Corvette, and his personal library, a couple of news sources have found documents indicating that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, claimed he owned the house. Now, what, is anything going to come of the? I don't know. Did he really own the house? Does he really own the house? Is the house really in Hunter Biden's name and not Joe Biden's name? I don't know. I have seen copies of documents where Hunter Biden has claimed ownership of the home. Um, Now, we all know that Hunter Biden has had a terrible, terrible time with the truth. So was he just lying on these documents in order to get creditors? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's yet to be seen. However, if it is true that for whatever reason, this home in Delaware, where these documents were discovered is not even Joe Biden's legal home, and it belongs to his son, then you have a completely different situation where you have classified top-secret documents in a house that doesn't even belong to the vice president. Uh, the, The whole thing is just getting... Yeah, more and more bizarre. And um, anyway, 
Uh, not much, not much new today, other than the possible Hunter Biden connection. And uh, we do know that at least on some, some of the documents um, that were discovered, secret documents dealt with Ukraine. And, of course, if you say Hunter Biden and Ukraine in the same sentence, you have to understand Burisma, scandal. Uh, Anyway, we have to hope that the special counsel appointed by Merrick Garland will actually pursue this in a completely nonpartisan way. We will see. Something good is happening in women's sports. A lot of bad things in the last couple of years, the whole transgender fantasy issue. And again, we need to understand there is no scientific proof for transgenderism. I keep saying it over and over and over again, and it's true. It is feelings, it is emotions, and uh, transgender athletes have been crushing women's sports. Uh, Soccer, swimming, of course, as you all know. And I have wondered how long before women athletes are going to stand up, speak out, and say, we're not going to take this anymore. Well, it happened yesterday. Quote, Yesterday, a group of current and former female athletes delivered a demand letter to the NCAA calling to end the practice of allowing biological male athletes to compete on female teams. Now, it's one of the things that's interesting in reading this story. It does not seem as if the demand letter to the NCAA ever uses transgender. Trans woman, trans male, it is just biological males must be prohibited from competing against females on female teams. Very, very smart. They are sticking with the science. Here's the story. A petition and demand letter was hand-delivered by former Kentucky swimmer Riley Gaines to the NCAA, demanding it take direct and immediate action to establish rules to keep women's collegiate sports female. Here is a quote from the letter. In the world of college sports, it is impossible to provide equal opportunities for both sexes as required by Title IX without female-only teams. Yet, the NCAA implements and perpetuates a policy of allowing male athletes on women's teams even as sports governing bodies and federal courts increasingly reject these unjust and inequitable policies that exclude young women from their own teams. Um, The the letter was delivered outside of the NCAA convention in San Antonio, Texas, yesterday. And these women, there are a bunch of them, uh, are threatening legal action. 
if the NCAA does not, quote, protect female athletes from discrimination on the basis of sex. Uh, Marshy Smith, an NCAA champion, said, quote, the NCAA cannot pick and choose which laws to follow. They must protect female athletes from discrimination on the basis of sex or expect we will be forced to take legal steps to compel them to do so. The letter demands that the NCAA, quote, repeal all policies and all rules that allow male athletes to take roster spots on women's teams. It calls for rules to keep women's sports female and for the NCAA to require colleges to provide single-sex locker rooms for female athletes. Good for them. Finally, we are seeing women stand up and say, this is not equal. This is not about equality or equity. This is clear discrimination. A biological male, regardless of surgery, hormones, or whatever, maintains a distinct advantage over a female. That is science. Uh, The NCAA has not responded yet. Uh, But these women athletes are determined. Um, If the NCAA does not respond, uh, they're suing. And you know what? I think they'll win. I think they will win. Uh, we'll, uh, We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, You've heard me say over and over again, never give a liberal a Bible. Boy, do I have an illustration of that. Yeah, hang with me. I'll share it with you when we return. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I have said this repeatedly never give a liberal a Bible. Now, unless that liberal has a real desire to know truth. But sadly, most liberals politically or theologically, when they open a Bible, it is not to learn. It is to prove something that they already believe, that they already feel, because, as I continue to say, truth is not a left-wing virtue. Feelings, emotion, and, if at all possible, hysteria, much, much, much more important than truth or actual facts. And so, truth and facts are not nearly as important as your ideology. And so, if you can take your ideology first and shoehorn the Bible into your philosophy or ideology, well, then you are more than willing to use the Bible. However, 
if that same Bible disagrees with what you think you believe or want to believe, well, then that part of the Bible doesn't matter. So you pick and choose. You desperately look for parts of the Bible to conform to your beliefs rather than conforming your beliefs to the Bible. Here is the latest example. Democratic Representative Hillary Scholten from Michigan. She was uh, speaking on the floor of the House of Representatives against a piece of legislation that would require abortion doctors to take the same care for a baby born alive as the result of a botched abortion as a baby that was intentionally born. Now, for you and I, that's common sense. If the baby is alive and breathing, they are a living, breathing human being. It doesn't matter whether the intent was to give birth or to abort. It doesn't matter. The baby is alive. And so this legislation simply says, an alive baby is an alive baby. You give them the same treatment. Almost all of the Democrats oppose this simple common sense legislation. But Representative Hillary Scholten decided to use the Bible as her proof. Here is what she said. And I quote, you got to listen to this. If you're driving in the car, grab the steering wheel tightly. Please, you're going to drive off into a ditch or hit somebody or whatever. And uh, you may want to find some way to attach your head to your shoulders so it doesn't spin off. Listen to this, and I quote, As a pro-choice Christian who chose life, huh? as a pro-choice Christian who chose life, this issue is so personal to me. She shared how she suffered a difficult pregnancy and lost an unborn baby to miscarriage. Um, What does that have to do with this legislation? Well, it doesn't. She went on. Listen to this. I'm guided by passages like Jeremiah 1.5, which states, I knew you before I formed you and placed you in your mother's womb. Okay, let me stop right there. That is one of the most powerful pro-life verses in the entire Bible. Giving biblical proof that the baby in the womb is known and recognized by God. You hear this verse used all the time by pro-life people. She's pro-abortion. Okay, let me read the rest of the quote. I'm guided by passages like Jeremiah 1, 5, which states, I knew you before I formed you and placed you in your mother's womb. It doesn't say the government's womb or the speaker's womb. It says the mother's womb. I believe life is precious, but I reject the idea 
that if I embrace the sanctity of life, I also must be forced to invite the federal government in to regulate it. What? She says, I believe in the sanctity of life. I acknowledge that God acknowledges the baby in the womb. God knows that child. And then she turns right around and says, I embrace the sanctity of life. I also don't believe that we must be forced to invite the federal government in to regulate it. What kind of absolutely twisted logic is that? She wasn't finished. My faith informs my actions, but it doesn't dictate the policy of an entire nation. We must protect families from unnecessary government intrusion into the most sacred and personal decisions of our lives and our children's lives. Seriously, and I'm not trying to be facetious here, I'm really not. Only a flaming liberal can take one of the most powerful pro-life verses in the entire Bible and twist it, turn it, pervert it, reject its real meaning, and apply it to a pro-abortion position. You have to suspend all reason, common sense, logic, all rules of Bible interpretation— You have to suspend all of those things to take a pro-life verse and support abortion. It is just absolutely mind-boggling. Oh, my goodness. May I repeat? Never give a liberal a Bible. They will twist it, turn it, pervert it, make it say whatever they want it to say, and reject God's intention. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.